Hello, hello, and welcome back, everyone, to another episode of This Is It's been a minute. It has. It has. Summer hiatus officially over. Uh, Let's hope. Summer, summer, spring hiatus officially. Spring, uh, uh, early fall. Yeah, we don't. We're gonna hope. We're gonna hope that we're not gonna take this many, this many breaks again. How are y'all? Summer, spring, COVID, monkeypox hiatus has ended. Okay, yeah. The world. The world. How y'all been? Yeah, like that. All right, all right. Okay. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, and present, and and that's all. And you know what? That's all we could ask for right now. So that's okay. We have actually, I think we have a fun topic that we're going to talk about today, mostly because I need a little education. So y'all are going to educate me, okay? Oh wow, okay. No, I I want to talk about casual hookup culture, sexting, online sex, all 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 of that, the tenders, the bumbles, all of that. All that the Reyes, that's where I'm trying to be. Raya. Oh, well, I don't know about that. My next, iter- I need- my next iteration, I need to be on Raya. That's uh, why I need okay. education. I don't, even, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Raya, oh. you got to have some number of zeros behind in your bank. Oh, account, so. oh and that's that's why I don't know. That's why I don't know about it. <laughs> that's either. exactly why. You know what I'm saying? saying no. If I ever do need to be on a dating app, I need to be on that one. Zeros in front of the desk. Oh, it, yes. Is it yes. right, 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 in front of the oh. desk? Okay. Right. Okay, now, well, okay. now, ladies, now we are what I would con- consider aunties, right? We're aunties at this at this grown big age. Right. And I, when I'm like I a big cousin. I'm, I'm, I'm like a great aunt. aunt. I'm a listen, great aunt. Listen, <laughs> I'm a woman I, of a particular age. But I went to. <laughs> I went to a con. This this is a shameless, but I went to a concert a couple days a couple days ago with hip hop and R and B from the early two thousands. Do you know they said they asked how many people in the audience was born in two thousand? And do you know how old I felt? Wow, that should have been illegal to even ask that I'm question. I'm telling you, right? Yeah. So girl, we aunties, so we not cousins no I'm, more. I'm almost um, a gra- I'm I'm almost grandmother age though. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm grandmother age in some communities. <laughs> I just feel like, right? I feel like when I started dating or, you know, when I got to an a, a age where I was adult dating, right? Like right. I mm-hmm. seek people out and whatever. Right. The way that we dated is so different from the way people date now or it, it they, that people don't even date now. You just I'm get an even whatever even constitutes a date. Yes. So yeah. like, how do you know if you're on a date in 2022? I don't think people do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know <laughs> if they do. I'm so far removed from stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't even know. I mean, cause I feel like, you know, our, our small intimate set of listeners and followers of this is sex are a pretty broad age. I mm-hmm. think we have those 20-somethings and then we have those 50-somethings and yeah. everything in between. So I I have to ask myself and I have to wonder when we talk about certain subjects, you know, which demographic <laughs> is mostly uh, identifying with the topic at that time? Because when we talk about dating, I think about someone coming to pick you up, yeah you know I, I feel like there wasn't a such such a thing or maybe it didn't have a name as casual hookup culture right like you dated somebody 
Right. Or you had a one night stand. It, there wasn't it, like it, a it casual. Was no, yeah, it was no in between. And, and I think, or, or maybe people did have casual hookups, but they didn't call it that because then you were considered a hoe. Right. Well, okay. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm like, I'm like, mm, like, I feel like you <laughs> have, I mean, in my, you know, um, from prior research outdated, outdated, outdated research. for sure. Uh, right. <laughs> definitely outdated but from prior research it's like hookups definitely happen one night stands because this woman um uh, you know it was qualitative research and so uh-huh, uh-huh. one of the participants uh-huh, uh-huh. um who did a lot of longitudinal studies with me mm-hmm. <laughs> that i follow mostly this, this lady let's call her vivica okay okay i believe she was well versed in hooking up mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, you know, because I her issue was, and she talked to some of her friends about it, she wasn't really good at one night stands, but they weren't relationships. This is like predating the term situation. Yeah. You oh, know, now it's like oh, a but can you really call that casual hookup as defined in 2022? Well, I, yeah, maybe not because I feel like casual hookup now is literally like you swipe, you agree to meet, you know, and then yeah. you, you you put it down. You so maybe me. not as casual as it is right now because they have some sites and I don't even know all of them, but like the back pages and stuff where like they literally exist for people to hook up. And then you have right. some where people kind of put up their representative, like you have a dating profile, like when I used to be on Plenty of Fish. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty of fish was like a catfishing website. Like some people would <laughs> okay. say that they wanted to date, but then you start talking. It's like, it's like if you just want to, if you just want to hook up, say that. You know, right. what I'm saying why? Right. why if you just want a physical interaction, yeah. Let's just say that and 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 see if I'm down for it. The other right. thing I think too, and I don't, and maybe that's because of the term that we use now, right? Casual hookup. Maybe the, the other things, I feel like there's so much less negative stigma. And I don't know if that comes from just, we labeled it differently or, you know, just the sexual movement and people accepting more um, physical relationships as being okay, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I was 22, if I was, if I had a one night stand, I was selective who I told. Right. Whereas now you can go on now a whole it's kind of like I mean, yeah, and, and you can yeah, you can meet people and be like, Yeah, I fucked him last night and and I don't him. even know his last name. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I, tell people. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> you don't or you yeah. didn't or you won't. I, mean, right. I did I, mean, I did it back when I was a researcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think like when we think of traditional like college age or what I consider emerging adults, you know, that 17 to 22 mm-hmm. to 24, it just seems like based on what I have read as of late is they are having less sex than maybe the generations before them did. Mm-hmm. They are being a little bit more selective. And those that are doing the more casual hookups are the 30s and 40s. Well, it makes sense because, well, it makes sense that people older are having more casual hookups because another like interesting statistic too is that you are seeing more STIs in older patients too because they can't get anybody pregnant. A lot of them got, you know, vasectomies and birth controls and stuff. And they're not thinking about the STI part of it. 
They're not. Yeah. And, and cause a lot of people, they think about STIs when they're young, they think about pregnancy when they're young, when you're like 50, 55, and that's no longer an issue. And now your, your kids are grown. They out the house, you, you know, you're, you can be like, I can fuck who I want now. And it's, there's you no walking around here with chlamydia. I mean, hopefully not, but I, I, it kind of makes sense that you're seeing more hookup, hookup, casual hookup culture in, um, in older groups of people. So it kind of makes sense. So then, okay. So the right, so then we have this more, I guess, positive view of one night stands, casual hookups and all of that. What about sexting? Because I feel like that was also something that like only certain types of people did when, you know, cell phones, for y'all who are under 20, there used to be a, a point in life where cell phones didn't exist, just so you right. know. So there but was like, no sex thing. It was right. not, you know, and so you like, didn't want to necessarily You put, had to drop a little love note in the lunch exactly. Yeah. You didn't want to necessarily if, put if something you were they did email. But it's so funny. I think, you know, talking about the age differences, it's like, you know, it's sort of like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then it's like, oh, girl, you know, crop the picture this way. Oh, like put on some exactly. better exactly. yeah. it's like, You know, there is like no middle. Like I just remember right. like, having conversations with young people. Like even if you send pictures of your own body and you're a minor, you're distributing no, pornography. Right. But, you know, but like as a consenting adult, it's like, don't show your face. <laughs> because then it's like use it can be used against you in revenge porn and you know the the days of kim kardashian and paris hilton you know having sex tapes and then it was like embarrassing it was yes it's a calculated risk because i I do it my friends do it my friends actually i mean we had i mean well or whatever but i mean it's even to the point you know told on yourself girl Okay, right. If, I mean, hell, okay, for us 10 lists, y'all 10 lists, don't be, don't be putting this nowhere else. But I mean, it's even to the point where like, my bestie will be like, no, actually, send, send the one like, don't you have a, a purple one? Like, don't you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I wonder, like, do men like check their, you know, check this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, one, one thing, and I think I probably shit on here before, but it's like, I am just not good at talking dirty. Um, and so mm-hmm. I prefer sexting because it's explicit and vulgar as I speak naturally. Mm-hmm. I get very like, ooh, I don't because I don't know how to sound sexy. Like you can't <laughs> say it, you can't verbalize it in conversation. But I'm not a sensual person. I'm a hardcore ass motherfucker. Like, you know, like let me see that big ass dick. <laughs> I don't know how but to you won't type it. that but you won't say that in person is that what you're saying right now I can type I can type stuff because I can think it out you know but it gets it gets tricky especially if you're like trying to have fun time and you're texting but it's like I can't like I can't like you know be like girl six and be like oh yes and really no it's so weird my friend is always like how are you a sex therapist and you can't do it i'm like bitch how many you know like ophthalmologists wear glasses it's like you know yeah Yeah. that that's that's an unfair question it's like but i think because you i think it's because you are so using your words so openly vulgar that one would assume yeah that when you are, you know, in them sheets and streets that you also can, you know, articulate it in that manner. 
but there's something very different, right? About us having candid conversations on this is sex that we can give that education to other people Mm -hmm. versus being in the bedroom with your partner. Like I will admit, like I can't, one, one of my things is if I'm having sex with you, don't talk, don't ask me shit. Don't say see, like, I, like I don't talk. want you to like do to any of that. I, like I don't want you to do none of that. Cause I, I can't, can't do it. Back. I just stare. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, but I mean, but that, but that's the thing, but that. No, but, awkward, uh, no right? I, I totally get it. Like, because it can, it, if you are having, you know, a very um, connected moment right. and then your partner says something about like, oh, that pussy wet or, you know, right. how did you feel or something like that? And you're like, you just ruined it. Like the fantasy well, that you, I had. You may not be head. there. You may be like, yeah. this is amazing. And I love him. And we're you having, can tell me I can't. you know how many babies yeah, and I'm kind of like you, that I'm kind of like the best of both worlds. I think <laughs> Because I don't like, I can say some stuff in writing. Yeah. But That's I'm always thinking is nice. But because I'm always thinking, what that. if they show that to somebody? And then I can't yeah. deny, like... I don't care. I don't care. I will, I will write it. I will write it. But I cannot, like... I can give you a nice Zane story, all the pieces. <laughs> you know, I, I can do the, the the sensual parts other than speaking. You know, like, okay, the, the lights, the aromatherapy, all of that. You know, but it's but like... You're not about to say... Yeah, I, I want Over you the, to. Okay. I, I think like, that I, I, I would literally be reading a script. I want, I want you to t- pinch my nipple. You know, like, <laughs> like it would just be awkward. Like, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that is so funny. I feel like Valen is blushing. I really feel <laughs> like probably. I get fired <laughs> about people because I'm just like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't have it in me. I'm just like, you know, I can't. No, I, I mean that. I mean, I, I understand. I, I under, yeah, I understand it because I. It also, I think, changes with your partner. Yeah, because yeah. like if you have a partner that is like a Valen who is super raunchy, vulgar, talking, yeah. your interaction with them could be very, very different. Yeah, yeah. than if yeah. you have a Doctor Clay is just like if you don't shut up right now and just. <laughs> let's get it going that's can we can we finish and then you yeah but but that's why sex can type me all of that stuff later about how it felt yeah and yeah no I get it I think I don't know I think I could I think I'm a little bit of both and not extreme on either either side yeah. But I so for people like really for people helpful. like me and Valen, then the sexting is nice because then you can write out right kind of what you are thinking or feeling or may not feel comfortable saying out loud. Right. But you can get the point across so without you, feeling pressured, is, I guess. What is the thing that okay, so you are sexting with someone? Like what's your go-to? Like, what's your go-to? Like, oh, I'm about to just get this going. Like, oh, I just do. I I just imagine just an opener. So, I, I mean, I haven't sexed in years. We're just going to say years. Okay. Um, but okay. I would, okay. like, I just, I don't, I don't initiate most things. I will leave, I will open the door and then I will see where you walk to. And then I might, and I'll follow okay. right behind you. So I may say something like, um, hey, what are you doing? What would you like to be doing? And I leave that right there. I leave that right there. And then the conversation can go. But so you're not going to say something like, should I go get ice cream? And they're like, "Mm, it's a little late. And be like, "Mm, 
because I need something creamy to lick on. That's not you. Oh That's not God, me. So clever. Let me write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's would, not me. But if the conversation kind of progresses to that, then I can kind of then I like fall in line. I, I'm I have always been one of those people that I think that I like. I never want to jump and potentially offend or potentially put somebody off. So I like to see where they are and then stay in that zone. Okay. So I, I bait people, I guess, first. <laughs> but and then, nothing wrong with that. Do you know yeah. kind of see where their mind is? Or, but yeah. if, how do you then, this is, this is for both of y'all, how do you then get the desired outcome if the intention is to have you know, a so if they if, if they say, "Oh, should I go get ice cream?" and they go, "Yeah, you should," <laughs> and you're like, mm, "Okay." And you know what I would follow that up with? That at that point, I may follow up with a picture after I get the ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, mm-hmm. but it depends on again. It de- depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Yeah, because I am a a very visual person, mm-hmm. but. I also am, I always think about would I, how would I feel if this was shared mm-hmm. negatively? And see, I'm the opposite. I just, look, you know what, if <laughs> if you find me somewhere, just to have the courtesy to reach out and let me know so I can... <laughs> if, if, I, if, if, I, if I see some familiar cheeks on the internet, just be like, hey girl. If you see a tattoo that looks familiar, just send me a screenshot. Like, you don't have to get awkward about it. Just text me, email me, let me know. But you know what? I- I'm much more, like like I said, I'm just very explicit. Or I'll send, like, I remember I had this, like, um situation. Um, well, okay, well, anyway, so- songs. Songs are a good way. Um, that mm-hmm. I have sort of gotten conversations started either way. Like someone send me a song or I'll send a song like, you know, this song always makes me think of you. And this mm-hmm. is usually some song that, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, stand up in it. <laughs> like it's not a, it's not a, you, that's one of my favorite blues just, songs. Come on now. Not, there is not an innuendo. Okay. Anyone, like, <laughs> tip drill, you know, yeah. like, you know, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's not a, you know, romance me kind of song most of the time. It's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm, like every time I hear this, I think about you. <laughs> mm. That's so a good why, way to open it. Why do you think that sexting and more online quick you know quick and dirty has become beyond it being accessible why do you think it has become so commonplace because like we said you know when we were younger yes it was happening but it was happening you know in the shadows so yeah. to speak. well I think there's less negative stigma associated with it, and I think that comes from yeah. people recognizing that their sexuality is not something that they should be ashamed of, or they should, they should shy away from. Um, and I think as society is, I'd like to think becoming more and more accepting of people embracing their sexuality and doing whatever it is they want when they want with consenting adults. I think you're just less scared. You're less, you're less, um, 
you're less likely to be like, you know, to worry about what people think, because if everybody is embracing this part of ourselves, then it's not, it's not hard. Like I, I think back to like Kim Kardashian's sex tape and how that was this huge thing where people couldn't be, couldn't believe her ass cheeks are out, you know, and she's doing this and she turned that into a billion dollar enterprise. And the now you see video. sex tapes and you're like, yeah, people do that. Okay, but let, let's um stick a pen in Kim Kardashian, and that's another topic, honey, because yeah. Superhead ain't never get that kind of um, ever. You know, and neither, if you think about it, even before Kim was Hilton, yeah. hers was like the original, yeah. and it was mortifying for her. Yeah, but but I wonder, I wonder. Obviously, there's there's going to be race relations in that. There's going to be a lot of of things that go into that. But I wonder just as you, as you look at society and how we've embraced even curvier women, even less women wearing less clothing, people embracing their bodies, people like, as that has continued to improve, I think you've seen this go from Superhead to Paris Hilton to like, I think you see this transition of people being less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me ask you that. Do you, you know? feel, and I'm gonna ask you this as, as a mother of young babies yeah do you feel though that that is um a healthy and b do you feel that it is equitably balanced across all prioritized populations and when you say that do you mean just the like the wearing less clothes okay. being more outwardly sexual with your language with your persona do you feel like we because you said it's getting better yeah but do you do you feel like what we are seeing as a progressive advance society truly moving forward or do you think long kind of thinking longitudinally that it's actually doing us more harm than good I think this may be a, a, a different topic. Uh, I'm just curious. I think that while society is moving forward in their acceptance of our sexuality and understanding that as human beings, we're sexual beings and that, you know, having sexual feelings, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that we are, <laughs> I think certain parts of our society have advanced further than the general population. So for example, you, you think about WAP, the song WAP, you think about, mm-hmm. um, you know, women wearing less clothing, although we'd like to think as a society that women can do what they want. Women can, you know, women should be liberated to say and do what they want. You mm-hmm. still have a huge part of the population that will judge and, mm-hmm. and, um, take all of that and, and, and put a negative spin on it. So, and, and I grew up and I think we all did. I grew up in the culture. Well, yes, you are a sexual being and you and having sex is okay. In the confines of marriage, don't wear shit that can get you raped. You know, even though, I mean, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, I think that I would love, so, so, okay. So everybody listening, our next episode, we're going to explore sexual liberation in a little bit more detail. Cause I would love to kind of see what you all really feel about that as yeah. it relates to young adults and minors yeah. um, exploring their sexuality and their sexual selves and how that is being personified in the media. I think I, whereas I would like to think that we are 
a more progressive society. I don't think that we're as far as we think we are. I feel like in music and in, and in certain parts of the culture, we are a little bit more forward, but just looking at WAP and we didn't do an episode on WAP because everybody talked about it, but just looking at the reaction to that song, I think says all it needs to say about our society. You have two consenting adult black women who made a song that is about their own body and what they want done to it. And when, and Mm -hmm. that turned into, you're telling our kids to be fucked on the right. Like, yeah. Yeah. uh, so yeah, that will be a, a very interesting conversation. But as a mother to young children, I hope by the time they get to an age where they have the ability to express themselves sexually the way they want to, that I can say a little bit, I can say a little bit more proudly that our society is a little bit more progressive than it has been. Um, I don't know that that'll be the case, but I would like to, I would hope that we'd get there. And so for you, Valen, because you are the the big sister to beautiful emerging adult girls. Yes, you are. So what are the messages that you communicate to them when it comes to sexting or casual? Because they are in that demographic. They're, you know, in that emerging adult, 18 to 24. Don't look like that because you look like you're trying to block out. So I mean, I, I really said, what you and it's so it's so funny. Even that's like you know a clinician, a sex educator. It's like, oh, I don't want to think about them having sex. They just, you know, are matriculating through college and working hard and not mm-hmm. out here slobbing on no knobs. But exactly. <laughs> but or licking on no chicken either. Oh, you know, what, what, whatever they do. But we have a uh, and and I think too. And as I think about it. I feel like I was much more intentional when my brother, my brother, my oldest brother, you know, they're all younger than me, but when he was their age, I think I was much more intentional with him about talking about sex. With them, I'm more like, you know, this is (laughs) everything you tell people not to do, but I just kind of tell them, like, this is what I was doing. You ain't got to do it that way. (laughs) Like, you you ain't got to do it that way. You don't have to sneak and do it. You don't have to take any and everything. But I think I actually talk to them a lot less about, like, why do you think that is? But I talk to them more about, I I think I'm much more intentional about talking to them about the things that I didn't talk about with other people or, like, with adults, like, like my sister, one of them went on a date with her ex-boyfriend and uh, and he didn't pay. And so, you know, we had a conversation and I was like, cause she said he went to McDonald's and he didn't have the money, but I'm just like, he could buy you McDonald's, you know, like you can split, I didn't split a meal at McDonald's. I don't know. But anyway, we like, we talked about like values, but it led to a whole conversation about her saying, you know, she didn't mind. They went Dutch, you know, expectations, but just stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, I mean, I was out here having sex and my mom told me to bring the baby's home and then I had friends who were more uh I mean you know I just had friends and so yeah. you know we talked about the actual, the actual sex stuff but like the things about like when I felt like I was like compromising my values to make someone else feel more comfortable or when mm-hmm. I didn't know what they were or you do know you like, think that is I, because it's brother versus sister or do you think it's because you have grown and mature to and evolve to a different conversation or do you think if the 
the ages were reversed and the girls had come first and now you were having those conversations with your brother, do you feel like you would be having those same conversations that you had with him previously? I think, I think the what. I think the first part of the question, yeah. So I think because my understanding has evolved, my conversations with them have evolved. But at the same time, I think the pieces that I talked to him about, I omitted them unintentionally with the girls. I would just talk to both, all of them about him. Like, and I feel like my my baby brother, the middle one, that's the one who usually kind of catches the balance. I'm like, okay, because we talked about like dating actually like having sex but then also like okay like so when you when you're dating someone what do y'all talk about or like what's important to you and stuff like that but my uh my my first brother that was my baby and I remember telling him he was like 16 I'm like they can look like Beyonce and they can have you know a vine of grapes growing out the asshole you know and so you need to be careful out here that's <laughs> That's how oh, that's that like how moment. I opened up the conversation about about STIs, you know. But I mean, I was like a college student myself, you know. Like, yeah, I, you was, know, I, I wouldn't word it that way now, but <laughs> yeah. I, like, I remember right. that vividly because you know I knew he thought Beyonce was attractive. <laughs> my youngest one is going to college next weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll tear, and my conversation with her is they're four years apart. My oldest daughter just moved. I think the conversations that I have with my 18 year old are different because of how she socializes. Mm -hmm. So I have the same content, but the delivery is different. Mm -hmm. So with my oldest daughter, it was, you know, if you're going to make a decision and a choice to do something, do it because you want to do it. Do it because yeah. it's something that you're interested in. And while that content and that message is still being delivered to my youngest, I'm also telling her because she is much more social, you know, make sure that you surround yourself with people that you can trust to have your back that aren't mm-hmm. gonna leave you in a situation where you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, But now that my oldest has moved away and they're getting the same conversation today about putting yourself in safe situations. But when she went away to college and she was also a lot closer to home, it was more about making choices that you wanted to make. Like you said, don't be a not being a people pleaser or making sure you understand what your values are. And having a much more, uh, a higher level conversation with her versus this daughter is she's just like, mother, that's gross. Please do we not have to, less? can we not? You know, so finding something on a TV program and I'm just like, that is, let's have a conversation about it. Um, And she will have the conversation to a point and then she just looks like, can we stop please? Um, whereas my 21 year old will say, well, what do you think about this or how should I approach that? So we're having, you know, different conversations or whatever, but I've, I always wondered if it would be different if I had a son, which I had a bunch of nephews 
and didn't really have a ton of conversations about sex, more about dating and being respectful and healthy relationships and that kind of thing versus more safety related um, and values based with with the So I, I feel like as you know, in an ideal world, right? We'd be having the exact same conversation with our girls as we would be having with our boys, right? About safety, about um, putting your, not putting yourself in dangerous situations, making sure you're doing things that you want to and not because somebody's, you know, pushing you to do that. But I feel like even now, as, as you know, obviously we are sex educators and sex therapists. And so we are very open, obviously, because we do this podcast, but we're very open about having conversations with sex about our, with our family, because they know what we do. Mm-hmm. But I still, like, I have friends who have children who still don't refer to body parts with the anatomic terms because of the stigma associated with that. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine that a lot of people are still separating conversations based on whether you were born a girl or born a boy um, and what situations you're worried about, right? You, with your, you know, your, your, your girls, you're saying, don't get raped, don't get pregnant beyond birth control, right? With your boys, don't bring, you know, don't bring anything home. Don't give anyone an STI and don't get drunk, you know, like, um, yeah, that's what I mean. I I think think one thing that, that is beautiful about where we are. And you touched on it earlier, Dr. Clay, is I think that society is becoming slightly more open to those conversations in this generation. Now, obviously there's still the outliers that, you know, are living in a bubble of the thought of someone under the age of whatever, having relations or not being married, having relations or all these other things. But because I think this generation is more poised to be able to have those conversations if presented the opportunity in a safe space. Yeah. And people like us are creating those safe spaces. And, and I think I, I, I think that this, the generations that are coming after us, they're smarter. They're smarter because they have access to way more information than we did, right? Like they can look up things on the internet. They can verify shit their parents say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they're just smarter and more, um, I'd like to think more open and more willing to accept. And that allows you to be able to have a different conversation with them. It's just a matter of the parents who grew up in the don't bring nobody home pregnant. You know, we don't put people on birth control because you ain't having sex before age 30, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you in the church, girl, you ain't having sex till marriage. Like yeah. um, it's getting the parents, us and our grandparents to stop having the wrong type of conversation with them. So, mm-hmm. or no conversation right. at all. Or, right. Or right. no conversation at all. Don't. And yeah. leaving it at that, at the, you know, at the end of the day is just don't. Whatever the it is, just don't do it. Yeah. But but as we can see, right, as casual hookup culture has gotten, we've gotten um, much more popular, sexting's more popular, just talking about sexuality openly is more popular, whether our parents or us think, want to think about it or not, our kids have access to it and we have to have those conversations. It's just, 
we gotta remember we aunties. It's different. It's different from what I'm, we. I'm, I'm, I'm a big kid. Dallas said you big cousin. I'm, 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 I'm about I, to I, I may be like full blown auntie status because I actually got off the dating sites um at the beginning of the year. It was just a thing I decided I'd been on them. It was one random night during like ladies' night. I had my first dating profile because my friends were all dating. Now they're all either married, partnered, or separated, and I have dated in between. But like it was like oh, let's create Val in the dating profile. And this was like years ago in Maryland. I met a couple busters, had a few dates, one relationship. He was a con artist. But, you know, this year I was just like, no, because it was too many like people who really wanted to hook up. But then they said, and it's like, and I respect people who like, if you know you just want to hook up and you on a hookup only website, it's like, do your thing. You know, like, don't be a But here don't present a different story. Yeah, and then you had so yeah. many couples yeah. couples looking for a, a girlfriend uh you know they need to be like on sneakers date club or fet life or i something. mean and i you know i was just like you know from what, what i hear uh, what were those sites again <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was that <laughs> can you put those in the description box yeah, <laughs> yeah because I, I i took down my profile the only thing that i missed is just the entertainment because my friends and i and i, I know people do this kind of going back to what you were saying dr j we would just send pictures like of a profile, like or somebody saying, you know, I don't want this. I don't want like a fat lady, a loud mouth, anybody that eats me, anybody with kids. BDSM and this and that. It was just like, you know, so I missed the I missed the entertainment part of it. But uh, I had to give it up because it was just too I was just over it. Yeah. Well, this is what we're going to do then, because I think we're at time. So when we post this on Instagram, tell us as cleanly as you can, <laughs> Please. what are your best go-to sexting minds? Because yeah. the aunties need to know what, what y'all saying. Help us streets. figure out. Help like, what's going on out in these out. streets when y'all sexting? What are y'all saying? How, yeah, how, how, how descriptive how, how are you getting start? How you get it started? Yeah, how you get it started? How, as Dr. Clay said, how you open the door? Because some of us, <laughs> yeah. oh, so some of us just be cracking the door and I, the door now, gets I slammed back. We need to open now, it up. like blood out, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to know. Like, do you crack the door? Know how do y'all open the door? Do you walk? And how do you how do you get three questions? How do you open? How do you get consent? Okay. How do you open the door? Yeah. And how do you close it? How do you test the waters to see, you know, do you have a conversation in advance? Mm-hmm. How do you open the door? You know, are you going out for ice cream at 10 o'clock at night or are you just... What are you doing? What do you want to do? What yeah. would you rather be doing? Yeah, I have to and then, you know, how do you know when that when that um, interaction is done? How do you close the door? Do you say good night or good morning? Have a good. I'm how so you, excited to so, these little. I need to know responses because I feel like we're gonna learn a lot. We're about to learn a lot, and we're gonna close we're gonna with future some of them. And within a half a glass of Kool Aid. Exactly. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, this has been a phenomenal conversation. We definitely dropped some things that I think have, you know, the next two, three uh, episodes lined up. But 
great to reconnect now that summer is done we're done having babies family crises <laughs> pandemics yeah. hopefully you know now we'll just forge ahead and so we will reconvene soon um but this has been another episode of this, this is, is day. Day. bye